Welcome back, friends. Welcome back to Solutions Watch. I'm your host, James Corbett of CorbettReport.com. It is August of 2022, and as good devoted uh, listeners and followers of the Solutions Watch series, you will remember back to August of 2021, where I was talking to Ryan Christian of The Last American Vagabond at TheLastAmericanVagabond.com about YouTube pirate streams. But even if you don't remember that conversation, don't worry, we're going to be talking a little bit more about that concept, following up on it, and announcing something that's going to be coming up in the next few weeks. But before we do that, let's bring our old friend Ryan Christian back on the program. Ryan, thank you very much for joining us today. Pleasure to be here, James. I always enjoy speaking with you. I enjoy speaking with you. I, uh, I enjoy the work you do. I'm often referencing it on my own work, so thank you for that. And um, let's talk for a moment about censorship. Obviously, this is a, a very important concept generally speaking going f as we go forward into the metaverse and as more and more of our lives become digital obviously control over the digital domain becomes one of the one of the prime battle spaces in which the information war is being waged and it is being waged on people like yourself and myself and other people trying to put out uncomfortable information for the power structure so obviously social media censorship generally is something that uh, I think our audiences will be familiar with but let's talk a little bit about how it applies to The Last American Vagabond in particular, because I know you have definitely dealt with your share of censorship. Let's talk a little bit about the censorship that you've uh, you've had to deal with at The Last American Vagabond. Yeah, it's it's funny. It's been an evolving process. I, I remember a long time ago that somebody first said, oh, the most censored man on the internet. And I said, ah, that can't be true. <laughs> like, you know, that's there's plenty of other people that have more. And and as it, day by day, I'm like, it may, may be, you know, I start to feel like it's, you know, like you're it's you're being attacked. It's like you're it's it's persecution. What's happening, you know, and ultimately it has continued to get to the point to where I, you know, I, I don't know whether most or not, but it is unbelievable that I, like I was joking with you beforehand. I made a list. I'll read it in a second about the, the platforms that I've been censored from. I'm just going today looking like, how did I get here? How did this happen? Because you, I mean, you know, your work, you know, and I, and I know you're, you're wildly objective, dedicated to what you do. You care about the truth. And, you know, and, and likewise, I know internal, I know my work and I know what I do. Other people don't have to trust, try, take my word for it. Go out and watch it, you know, look at it for yourself. But I know that I'm objective as best as I can be. I know that I care about the truth, that I want to be as accurate as possible. It doesn't mean we don't make mistakes. So it's just mind blowing to see what's happened. I, coming to mind, I, I spoke recently with Carrie Wedler. She's a great example of that. Somebody at the time who almost, and she told me in my interview, went through this process. She was like, am I fake news? You know, like, like how can that possibly be? Like, am I missing something? And so it's just, it's, it's this process that we've seen get so obvious and so clownish to the point to where, thank God, we are now seeing a lot of very, you know, highly regarded experts and so on out there that are standing up and going, yeah, you know what, guys, this, there's a problem here, you know, uh, whether or not people even agree with this or think it's accurate. Uh, in, in the conversation between germ theory, terrain theory, that conversation that's all over the place, I even saw Dr. Yeadon, very highly regarded expert, you know, now he's debunked according to the corporate media, who came out the other day in a podcast and said, like, I now believe that there are no respiratory viruses. Now, whether he's right or not, think of the courage it takes to stand up, especially today, and just shatter that paradigm, even that you believed in. I guess my point is that we are seeing this evolving process where everybody from all walks of life are starting to realize that this is not just because you're spreading misinformation or so on, you know, and I want to give a huge shout out to your work around the concept of these 
I, I don't even want to say abstract, but just peripheral topics around this, you know, like social credit and digital IDs and that you've been really ringing that bell for a long time. And that's where this goes, you know, like I'm sure we'll talk about the, the digital aspect of this and how it, they're leading us into a world where we don't get to say anymore, you know, but just to speak, to speak, if, if, if you want me to read that list, I'd love to speak and, and read off <laughs> the, the staggering list of places. And, and this is not in order of any, you know, uh, it's not in any specific order. So I just wrote these out as they were, as it came to mind. So Venmo was one of them that was a while back, but Twitter six different times. At least, and that's just the main ones. All these are, I'm sure we'll talk about it. These are also now pirate accounts that are being censored. Facebook three different times. LinkedIn, which still blows my mind. I had a professional level, level account, which I paid for. And I had just paid for the year, in fact, when they pulled that plug, never got that money back. Patreon which is a huge one. Everybody knows about stole the money that was there still does. By the way, they're still taking money from people that don't know that we're not, we're only suspended indefinitely and not gone, which blows my mind. Tumblr, which is a crazy one, which is just kind of this abstract platform. People don't even really think about anymore, but it would just out of nowhere censor me with no due diligence, no process in regard to podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, iTunes, Apple, all of them have just blocked my podcast these days. No explanation. Uh, a, a, go, a good one shouting back to the beginning, GoDaddy, when I was hosting with them, blocked my podcast, and we were able to prove that the moment we switched to the new the new hosting platform. Uh, I, you probably experienced something like this, the Google AdSense aspect. AdSense has blocked me since forever ago, but Google, and I see this a lot with the channels, but this is like a, an account level thing. I'm banned on Google platforms and products. The way around that is just to use an anonymous account or somebody else's account, but if I log in under my last American, I can't use pretty much anything. Google related, which is mind blowing. YouTube, of course. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how to guess at that. I mean, three main channels, right? That's my, my channel, my backup channel, and one other try. Since then, I'm going to go ahead and just say over 50 different accounts. I'm sure it's more than that. Because think about it like this I do a show almost like four or five times a week. Almost every single show I do gets a strike. Every single one. And so that's been how long has that been, right? And so these accounts are being knocked over one by one. And I just keep going and people keep sending them in. Uh, Reddit. I'm sure you've seen that. That goes back a long way where pe things are blocked and canceled and so on. Uh, Band.video is a funny one. One of these free speech platforms out there that Alex Jones, Infowars, and so on. And I did a show about that where they just pulled that plug. Nobody explained it. Just pulled me off the platform. DLive still censors me. They still relegate me to the corner. It's still on there, but nobody can see it. Nobody ever responds to me. Uh, PayPal stole a whole bunch of money, by the way, and never gave that back. Instagram, TikTok are actively censoring us one by one right now. We're about to lose TikTok entirely. And then the last few that are not necessarily censored, but are, are I guess, had censored, but then I maybe corrected themselves, not sure. Buy me a coffee, got caught censoring me and somebody else. They were said, oh, we're sorry. It was a mistake, but they admitted to doing it. And then they just never did it again. So who knows? <laughs> we'll see. Brighteon, as last time I checked with that account, they I, you search for Last American Vagabond, nothing even comes up. I tried to reach out to them. Nobody said anything, and I just gave up on the platform, so maybe I'm wrong. Gitter and Rumble are two good examples of current stuff. Gitter got caught censoring me along with a couple other people. They rectified it. Hasn't happened since. But Rumble is demonetizing a bunch of my videos these days. And that's one of these newer ones everyone's jumping on. And I used to, right? But I call, I, they won't respond to me. I've sent emails. I've called them out on Twitter. <laughs> Why are you demonetizing my videos? I had a video that was over 600,000 views that was monetized, made like six cents. So I'm like, how does that make sense? So I just, you know, I, and by the way, the funny part to end, I, I, I know there are more. 
I just can't remember. I'm trying to think, think of the top of my head, but there's so many of them. It's crazy. I mean, that, I just don't understand how we got here. It, that is a crazy list, isn't it? And I mean, you've been censored for more platforms than I've ever even been on. And, <laughs> and the, the funny part about it is that people who know your work know that you are not some super controversial guy who's just going into the most... It's not even justifiable at that level. Not that that is even justifiable, but even if you were to go with that narrative that, oh, this guy's saying all this incendiary stuff and he's all hate and trying to get people to kill each other and stuff. No, absolutely none of that. People who listen to your work, you you really are probably the most objective media figure that I can think of to the point that sometimes it's a bit maddening. I'm listening (laughs) to your daily wrap-up. I'm like, oh, come on, Brian. We all know you're mean. You don't have to point... But But I do, though. (laughs) But you do. You do have to point it out because absolutely, it is insane at at a certain level if you're looking at it in any sort of objective way what is being done to people like yourself. But it is because, and this is something I massively respect, it is because you are not self-censoring. You are not going to avoid the you know, oh, let's say the C word instead of COVID and things like this and start doing that and those mental gymnastics in order to try to save your you know, YouTube channel or whatever it is. Um, I appreciate that. And that's uh, obviously that's something I would not do. I would not back down and start self-censoring and doing all of that. And that's why I was scrubbed off of YouTube and all of that. So uh, again, I hope the audience understands that this is not just, oh, look at these media creators whining about being censored off of social media, get to something important. This is, as you say, it's all of the, not peripheral issues, but the the, the connected issues to this particular issue going forward into the digital future of the digital slave state and the digital gulag with our digital money and our digital lives. The ability to censor people at will, they are establishing the precedent right now. And what is being done to people like Ryan Christian is going to be done to everyone. And you won't be able to access your, your bank account or other basic essentials of your life if you Go against the narrative. And this is the the precedent they are establishing right now. That's why it is important that we fight against this at every single level, in every way we can, which is the point of Solutions Watch, obviously. Solutions, what can we do about this? And so last year, we, as I say, we talked about YouTube pirate streams. Um, you've expanded and developed that concept since then and expanded into other uh, platforms as well. But let's just set the table again. Um, People might not have seen our previous conversation. What are these, what is the pirate stream idea and what are you seeking to accomplish with it? Absolutely. First, just thank you, by the way. I mean, I can't tell you how much it means to me to have that from you, most objective. That's a badge I'm going to wear for (laughs) a long time. Um, But yeah, I definitely, I also want to say as well that just to the self-censorship, you know, it's it, it, it's possible that maybe I'm, that we're wrong. You know, maybe they are making the right move. Maybe they are reaching more people by self-censoring. I just don't agree with that. And I know I know you agree with that. And I think that, you know, time will tell. I think it's the right choice no matter what. But whether or not you reach more people, which is the real goal, you know, it's hard to say. But I just think it's a stance we need to take today. It's so important. And that to the to the idea of solutions, you know. So ultimately what I what I came around to when I lost my first YouTube channel and and for those that have built these up, so we were over 100,000 subscribers and, you know, any of these larger channels, you know, my t- big Twitter account was like 40,000 subscribers. I mean, there's le- there's mainstream media people that have less followers than that, you know, and so that's what they're trying to stop ultimately. But really, I hope we just need to get past those kind of metrics and how we grade ourselves on them. But 
that I lost that big channel and, and I, I knew it was coming. Like you and I had even talked about it then. We see this building, it's coming and I was trying to prepare myself for it. And you know, we all know that it's a hit and it was hard. It's, it's just like, okay, you know, now that's behind us and what do we do now? And, and if you remember my, my mindset then, it was like, okay, fine, good. We're done. Let's move forward. Like, that's a good thing. Let's, let's make this work. And so I tried to figure out what to do, but you very quickly realize that you, you lose a lot of that reach. And a lot of the people, even though they're dedicated to your channel, they just drift away and you find these comments. Well, it looks like Ryan stopped making shows. It's like, guys, I've been screaming about this. <laughs> it's like, no, I didn't stop. But so I just, I just had this random idea. I said, okay, it, it, there's, oh, and by the way, there was another, there's a couple spots in there for the, the backup channel, but then I got censored and so on that drove this further. But to skip to the, the point, I reached out to a couple people that I know that <clears throat> have channels that are not huge, but that believe what we're doing. And I just said, hey guys, like, you know, what would you think about that? Cause it's, it's yeah, we spoke about last time. It's a, that was a, I mean, it still is a taboo. You're not supposed to be like, give me your login credentials or your, your key. And so they, they were open to it and they thought that was cool. And I said, well, you realize you might lose everything, right? I mean, including not just your YouTube channel, but Google and like happened to me. And so they were all about it. And so it just kind of, this light bulb went off and I said, okay, so if we can realistically make this happen where we can have people that are willing to do this and you build that discussion outside of their platform, that's the key to this discord, whatever else, which are all susceptible to, but you build a conversation and you, you hold that whether websites are not off offsite. And so they know where to look. You don't need to go to YouTube to find it. And so I just put the call out on one of my shows and I said, anybody interested, we're calling it pirate streams, like pirate radio, you know, it's being able to broadcast, think matrix, think the real pirate radio, you know, however you want to look at it, the, the idea of broadcasting your pirate signal. And I got an overwhelming response. I mean, it, I, so many that I didn't even know how to respond to all of them in the beginning. I, I'm still combing through some of the earlier ones to this point, actually. And so I basically just gave them the kind of response and uh, organized the information and said, I'll use it and I'll let you know when. And there's a process to it. They all know I'm going to use it today and so on because I want it to remain their accounts. Because if they just if I just took it over, it's not the same thing, you know. And so that's what happened. And so ever since then, I've been using I try to use a new one every day and a new channel, and I go back and forth to jump over the strikes and so on, and I just log in with their account, and I broadcast the stream, and it gets thousands of views. Some of these channels have like 15 subscribers, and it'll get 4,000 views. It just shows you that to some degree, it's working, you know, and so that got to a point to where I've watched them change the way that they deal with this. Now, that may not be just me, but I kind of hope it is <laughs> that they're having to evolve their process just to deal with me. And I know that probably bugs them every time. Every time I get a strike, it's, I'm like, hashtag T Love Pirate Stream. That's all I do. And I, I appeal and I send that in so they know that that's what's happening. Because I'm not breaking the law. You know, the, this is allowed. So, I, I mean, there, there's, it, there, it goes beyond there. I don't know if you want to jump in with anything about YouTube specifically, but I've broadened it out into every other platform I can at this point. No, let's talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you know, any of these things are being censored on now, basically put out the call. Twitter has already started. Uh, th we And here's the interesting part about Twitter. I saw this work exactly the way it was supposed to. And I think that it was such, there was an effort to quickly shut that down, whether it was the streams or whether it was because I, they, it was TLAV making another account. In any case, I put the same call out, got a whole bunch of responses. And so I set up a bunch of these new pirate accounts and just had them ready. And so I immediately logged back in. I came right back around the top and I said, it was the crazy one. It was where I got censored for literally verbatim writing what a peer-reviewed study said and posting a video of Dr. McCullough pointing at the study on the screen. You could even see the title. And that was mi medical misinformation. It's a peer-reviewed study. It just blows my mind, right? And so I, I got censored for that. And so I jumped right back in. I had the account ready and everything and I blasted it. I said, guys, I can't believe it. Look at what happened. And I posted this mask video that I just made. I was about to post. and That's how I realized I was censored. And it went damn near viral, like 6,000 retweets, just that little quick mask video. 
and they just jumped in and instantly shut it down. So, I, but what it showed you is that this account had no following, and it went from like zero to like two thousand followers like that. And so, it shows you that if we can keep the momentum going and get people uh, understanding that you have to break away from the you know checking to YouTube or Twitter every day as opposed to going to your other you know Discord or whatever you're using, then we can actually break through this. And maybe not maybe not everybody thinks that's important, but think about what it would mean. If their censorship was meaningless, it's sort of like the dollar and the sanctions concept of the world today, right? If if they don't have any power over your reach or over your – if you don't care about the views and the metrics they show you to grade yourself on, what does it matter anymore? As long as it's reaching everybody, and I think we're proving that to some degree. Instagram is a new one right now. It's kind of budding. So this is – again, this is such a great idea. It gets to the, the heart of the Solutions Watch idea, which is to – Yes, absolutely. Reaching into that matrix of the very people who most need to hear this information and to understand that it is being censored from the platform that they're on. So for the people who are on YouTube or are on Twitter, they need to know that they are not getting the full picture. So yes, as long as this is being used to direct people to the other platforms where they can actually see this type of work, that's that's awesome, and that's a great idea. That's that's the only use of these controlled platforms that I think is a good use. If I could add, to, I'm glad you said that too. That's a, that's one of the most important points. I'm glad I'm glad you reminded me that ultimately, because <clears throat> the, the obvious argument or, or uh, criticism from people would be, well, why are you still using these platforms? You know, we should be going elsewhere. It's like, yes, we're saying the same thing, but to, to make sure we're clear on the point, we're not like James just made clear my action, my, my point when I'm discussing this is go anywhere about these platforms, right? That what the point of using this is to get to those people that haven't realized, like you said, that we're censored or that we're missing the information or that, you know, however that works and, and then help them transition away from that platform, you know, because, because really the people that need this the most are the ones that aren't even aware of this. And so if we just go up, ah, screw it, we're going over here. Well, to some degree, you're then preaching to the choir. I mean, you still have a lot of like, different minds and different opinions, but the people that need it the most, I mean, I, I know you agree with this, maybe not everybody does, but I think the reason we do this, the sole purpose is to inform the people that need it the most, you know, not to high five with everybody that agrees because we're right. And that's, there's, uh, there's something to be said for that too, you know, keeping people informed, but the people on YouTube, man, we all see it. And Twitter primarily, the problem with Twitter is I've said this many times is it is hands down and tell me if I'm wrong, the best location for real time information that I can find, uh, maybe other than like telegram. But the problem there is that it's the way it breaks down. But on Twitter, you have to assume that half of it could be false. You know, God forbid we should be discerning adults and come to our own conclusions. You know, but the point is that it's, it's still useful. So it's hard to drive people away from these platforms, but it's necessary. Yeah. So it's a process, exactly. you know? And I, I, I hear you with your, your own experience of this. Every time someone with a YouTube channel interviews me, they'll inevitably get comments like, wow, Corbett's still alive? I, I had no <laughs> idea he's still out there. I thought he just disappeared. <laughs> no, I just disappeared from YouTube. There's a difference between disappearing and disappearing from YouTube. So yes, again, there are people who need to, at the very least, have the chance, be offered the opportunity to, okay, we're over here now. Come on, the water's fine. And if they don't listen to the message at that point, well, you know, you lead the horse to water, can't make them think, right? As they say. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> so let's let's do this, Ryan. Why don't we do this? Why don't we do? I don't know, a Corbett pirate stream. And you're the pirate stream guy. You got this system in place. You know what you're doing. You do live streams. I don't even generally deal with that. So, how about we put together a Corbett pirate stream? around something big i don't know like a a new documentary I, I tell you what why don't i create 
a whole new... How about part three of the Al-Qaeda documentary? People know I've had that uh, that series that I was working on last year, and I've released the first two parts. How about I release the third part on 9-11? But you know what? Most people probably don't remember that series that well. It would be good to remind them of that document. I got an idea. How about for the next three weeks, every week we'll have a pirate stream, and each one will do a watch-along of part one of the uh, documentary, part two of the documentary, and then finally part three of the documentary. So starting this Sunday, and then for the next three Sundays, we'll do a watch-along of the Al-Qaeda documentary series live on YouTube, and of course on Odyssey, Rumble, Rockfin, all of the places that you usually stream to. So so tell me, uh, it, does that sound like something we, we can do? Absolutely. I'm excited. I think that's an absolutely outstanding idea. And I can't wait to blast this onto YouTube Pirate Channels. Maybe I'll use more than one. Maybe we'll just do like four or five at the same time and see how that works out, because I've done that before. <laughs> see if we can get a bunch of channels struck all at once. Yeah, exactly. And just like that, it's like a million voices crying out. Um, yeah, I think this is a good idea, um, because, again, we're reaching out to people, hopefully directing them towards platforms where you're not being actively censored, at least at the moment. Hey, things can change, but at any rate, we're over here now. Um, and hopefully directing some more people towards your channels generally, so um, people who are not used to watching your live streams can get used to watching your live streams. Um, tell people how this generally works, because as uh, obviously since you're taking over people's channels and things like this, obviously there's no set link to give people. So generally speaking, how do people follow your live live stream work? Yeah, absolutely. And first of all, thanks for, for you know, the idea is outstanding, and I'm looking forward to that because your work is bar none when it comes to these topics. And leading up to September 11th, I think that's perfect idea. But so I think that the, the best way to do it, and the same thing I shout out when I talk about anybody, including your work, is go to the website. You know, so my website link is always going to be the, the core in this whole process. And that's kind of the way that should work as opposed to going to YouTube or Twitter or so, you know, go check in with Corbett Report and see what the next thing is. And so what I do is I tend to send out my, my link to the website, which will then have the three embeds that will be active, which it, by it'll end up being on about six or seven different or actually eight different platforms once it's done. But those will be the three that you can watch live which will be Odyssey, Rumble, Rockfin. And so Odyssey is the one we're going to drive people toward pride, you know, for, because they're seemingly the best one out there when it comes to not censoring along with BitChute, I, I think. I've, I've heard something. Anyway, the point is ultimately that uh, we'll send that link out uh, ahead of time. We'll probably get connect tomorrow, I think, you and I, and make a, a link that we can have squared and ready so you guys can know where to go. And then we'll be... Actually, I think the easiest way to do it will be like the same URL and then one, two, three. And then it'll just be easy and you guys can know where to go and we'll have it on the website ready to go and we'll blast those pirate streams and it'll be fun. Uh, so what I, I, oh, go ahead. Yeah. So, okay. So just to make this clear for everyone, this coming Sunday, we will be uh, watching part one of the Al-Qaeda documentary. And obviously we'll have a little discussion about it. There will be some Q&A. So if people are active in the chats at Odyssey or YouTube or wherever you happen to be watching it, you can leave questions and comments and we'll, we'll talk about them as we're watching the documentary and uh that'll be this sunday and then the following sunday part two and then the following sunday will be september 11th and we'll watch part three of the al-qaeda documentary which will be out and released at that point so we can watch it along together um and so as you say there will be a link in the show notes for this solutions watch for people to watch 
those various live streams at the appropriate times, obviously. For the moment, it'll just be placeholder links, but when on the night in question, you'll be able to go there and see the various embeds. And yeah, if if you're part of my regular audience and you know about all this, you don't need to go to YouTube. <laughs> you can you can follow along on Odyssey or Rockfin or wherever. But, uh, you know, again, we're trying to reach out to people and at least direct some people away from those control platforms. Yeah, that's what I argue <clears throat> is, you know, obviously go to go to Odyssey or any other places you may find because there's a couple others that'll be going to. And, and, you know, tr even try to direct people from the YouTube stream, you know, go in the chat and be like, hey, guys, come over here to Odyssey. Like, check this out. That's actually a pirate stream. You know what that is? You know, it's, it's important that we all do our part to try to open people's minds to even the smallest things, you know, and make them realize that they are living in, in you know, Plato's cave, essentially, right? They're watching the shadows and they don't realize what's happening behind them, you know, and that's, that's the ultimate idea is that we need to walk them over. But yeah, so we'll put the link in there and, uh, and ultimately the chat i was going to say we will try to combine it so we'll have all the chats in one so that way you guys can just comment wherever you are and we'll try to respond and answer questions and i'm looking i'm really looking forward to part three james i'm sure everybody is awesome yeah well <laughs> me too i wish i could just fast forward time and have it all done but <laughs> in the meantime i'll be continuing the work on it um and so uh i should note this will be at 8 p.m eastern uh, for the next three Sunday nights. So again, put that in your calendar, folks, if you want to watch along, participate live, ask questions, get in the comments, and uh, and let's let's uh, let's do this. I think there's definitely a, something we can do here to hopefully do our part to remind people and encourage people to start looking for other ways. Because I know inertia, it's so much about inertia. And it's just, oh, you know, going to another platform, it's such a big deal. Oh, you know, I, I understand people don't like disruption in their digital lives, but you better get used to it. And you better get used to knowing ways and workarounds around these this type of censorship. Because as I say, it's not just coming for your social media content creators it's coming for your your bank account your digital life generally your ability to travel your ability to access basic services is becoming more and more digitized and thus more and more amenable to censorship so we have to understand these types of workarounds it's an important concept i'm looking forward to it ryan i'm so glad to be doing this with you and um i i hope the audience will be along for the ride i think it'll be an interesting few weeks and we'll see how it goes and hopefully maybe and we can do this again in the future having said that perhaps i'm hoping that most of my audience is already familiar with your work but for those who aren't tell them a little bit about the last american vagabond what it is that you do generally how you work generally with your live streams and other things and what you're working on these days the last American vagabond.com obviously is the the main location uh you know really it's just become a a, a site that to, to challenge the lies that being the controlling narrative of the day, you know, and that's really what it's boiled down to. It started a long time ago with kind of a focus on cannabis law reform, but it's just broadened out into anything we think people are being deceived about. And it's a really big catch all, but ultimately it's, it tends to find its little groove, you know, foreign policy lately it's been COVID-19 and biosecurity state, you know, now, but now we're interestingly, as your work has done a great job laying out over the years, we're seeing how all this stuff is really interconnected in a lot of ways, you know, um, so that, that's the best way to check us out. Uh, you know, and ultimately the, the work we have right now, I would say the big, the best shout out I want to, to what I want to highlight would be Derek's recent work around the Mormon church, which is a really, really contentious topic and really upsetting. Uh, he's been doing some great work around the, this Utah child sexual abuse discussion, this big case that's been 
uh, called out by the, the state. Uh, but he got some information that was sent to him by people involved with this that opened up the door to this conversation to a documentary that was never before seen. It's only been discussed. And so we uploaded this and it's a digital copy on the server. And, and he, Derek's been doing some really great work investigating this in the background and ultimately just trying to give light to people that the hashtag or the title is, is justice delayed. You know, these people are not getting even their day in court or even a day to be heard. I mean, it's absolutely staggering to watch. I don't know if people have watched the Associated Press came out with the, the story while we were building or Derek was working on this that talked about how the Mormon church is being uh, caught for essentially using their what they call the helpline to facilitate people with problems, you know, being molested or so on. And the helpline goes directly to their lawyers, which they then drive into the ground. And this is not our this is the case that's coming out. You know, so it shows you this is not some conspiracy concept. This is I mean, for crying out loud, with the Catholic Church or Epstein or all these different things, by now we should see that there's much more going on behind the scenes. So I just want to give a huge shout out to the work Derek did there. I mean, he is absolutely killing himself for this story, and it's a, it's a hard story. But a lot of great work coming out. Uh, Whitney's coming back around in the swing after working on her books. So there's going to be a lot more work coming out that way. I'm actually going to have Ron come up next week. But uh, no end for the work. Every day I'm at it <laughs> trying to find the, the new things we're being lied to about. And, so, you know, that's uh, another thing for people who don't know or don't follow The Last American Vagabond. Yeah, you, it's not just Ryan Christian, not just the Daily Wrap-Up, but you have uh, Derek and Whitney and uh, a bunch of reporters doing some really Rob, good. Robert and Lakesh, Taylor Hudak. Yeah, doing, doing great work. Good stuff. All right. Well, I think we'll leave this conversation here today. As I say, the link will be in the show notes for the live streams. I hope you will join us. I hope you'll participate in it. I think it'll be fun. Um, but yeah, if if you're in my regular audience and you know all about it, you don't need to go to YouTube. In fact, right. don't go to YouTube. <laughs> but for those out there in the Matrix, we're going to reach out to them and hopefully drag a few more of them out of the Matrix. Um, keep Let's keep doing this. I think this is a good idea. Uh, let's see how it works. Ryan, thank you so much for your time. One last thought, James. What we should do, we should do a, a duet of uh, screw you, screw YouTube. I think that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> I, that'll be the extra reason to stick around for the live right. stream, right? <laughs> All right, awesome. Okay, Ryan, looking forward to it. Thanks, thanks for your time. Thank you.